want to talk about a familiar scripture. We all come into this world, this life, one way. But we go out different ways. Thank you, Lord. I was going to minister something else. I'm, I'm never used to it when God changed it at the last minute because I don't trust myself. So here we are, and you're here also, looking at me, waiting on a message. But this particular message, I heard a minister preach it a long time ago, if it's new, it won't do. There are things that are happening around us that we have to make sure that we don't take God for granted, nor what God wants for us. Because where we are, it won't always be here. And what we are doing, we won't be always doing. Things are changing. And there are times we just live as though things will stay the same. And we live as if we don't have to give an answer to what we do. Things are happening all the time. And you can never get used to it. I don't care how many times you see it or hear it or do it. Things happen. If it's not you, it'll be someone else. And we carry on as if things will continue. as they were. This message gets my attention. I had something else, two messages. I was going back and forth, back and forth, and neither one of them I got a chance to minister, but this one popped up. It's not because it's easy, but that's the one I felt the anointing on. And basically it's talking about you and I. 
want you to open your Bibles to the book of Luke, the 16th chapter. In verse 19. I want to use for a subject this morning. Right before eternity. It's easy for us to get caught up in where we are right now and what we are doing. But we are moving towards eternity. And church is the only place that we can prepare ourselves for eternity. Would you read verse 19? Would you start there? Thank you. That's enough. You may be seated. <clears throat> I'm sure that if you would ask the question, and ask which one perhaps was the a brother, the one that the Lord knew both of them, but they're going in opposite directions. It's one thing to know and to understand that you're going in the opposite direction when you could have changed before it was everlasting too late. You could have changed. You could have stopped. You could have gone another way. But we treat God as if he's like so many individuals in this life. We can just tell him anything and he'll swallow it hook, line, and sinker. And we're not accountable for what we do. When the Bible tells us to walk circumspectly. There are times we refer to one another as the right and the wrong, the ins and the outs, the ups and the downs. 
I don't know how you see yourself. Most of us would like to think of ourselves as the ends. People will tell you, I'm not that bad. You're not that good. So he tells us a story about two individuals. The first man, if I'm reading this right, I don't think he even mentioned a name for him. Basically, he's insignificant and don't even realize it. But like most people, he thinks he's all right because he's rich. Amen. Just because you have it gone in this life don't mean you would have it gone in the hereafter. I made up in my mind I'm going to live for the hereafter. I go through things as a human being. I don't always understand. I don't have to understand. He told me to trust and believe. One thing I do know, he doesn't make any mistakes. And another thing I know the difference between religion and faith. I don't want to go through the motion. Amen. According to the scripture, I, I look at the word of God and I can see the liberties in the word of God and things that are expressive in ourselves as human beings. Just like that, unexpected. That's how the rapture's gonna happen, unexpected. But he paints a picture of two people. And if you have never read this story, and most of us have several times, and if you haven't read it, you've heard it, it's been preached. He's referred to as a certain man, a certain rich man, which was clothed in royalty. Purple is the color of royalty and fine linen. And he lived luxuriously fair sumptuously means luxuriously and the scripture says every day he was used to that some people get used to living a certain way and won't change for you or God won't even, don't even listen to you don't even care you can't already talk to them. They won't talk to you. 
because they're right within themselves. That's where the word self-righteous come from. I'm right within myself. Doesn't matter what anybody says or preach or teach. I don't see anything wrong with that. So because I don't talk about it doesn't make you right. But the scripture, whether you're talking about it or not, God is looking at your action. And the indictment is against God and not someone else. His motivation was how he lived, what he had. Can I throw this in? How much money he had in the bank. The Bible said he was a rich man. Talked about how he was clothed in purple and fine linen, nice clothes. And he lived sumptuously every day. He had a mindset. We're going to come back to 19. We're going to visit that again because I want to make a point in 19. Then here comes the other person who's sharing this life with this person. If you didn't know this story and had not heard this story, if we had to pick one of these individuals to, to be like, if you didn't know the end of the story, we would pick verse 19. If you would be honest, I wouldn't dare do that. How many want to be rich? You ought to be sanctimonious. Keep your hands down. So I don't want, you know you want to be rich. I don't want to. That's how you, you already know you talk like that, did you? I believe I could be rich because having money doesn't move me. It doesn't make me some, somebody. I'm already somebody without no money. So, so you can't buy me. Any time someone has the Holy Ghost, you're somebody. So it talks about both of them is referred to a certain rich man, verse 20, a certain beggar. Which certain are you? Verse 20 says something a little bit different in verse 19. Verse 19 doesn't even give this other character a name. He's just a certain rich man. He's known for his riches. And his clothes and how he lived. This man is known for who he is and what he doesn't have. He's, named, he's known for being a beggar. Nobody in their right mind would say, I'll sign up to be a beggar and a pauper. I'll sign up to be the one who don't have enough. 
Verse 20, which is very significant, he gives him a name. Aren't you glad that God know your name? Yeah. You can be rich and have no name and you're insignificant to God. But you're rich. You got nice clothes on. And every day, you living like you don't have to talk to nobody. They were too certain, but there was a certain beggar. His name was Lazarus. Don't even give this other character a name. Which was laid at his gate. Whose gate? The rich man's gate. And this man had a problem. He was sick. He was full of sores. This man could have helped him. The Bible said if you see your brother in need and you close up your bowels of compassion, how dwell of the love of God in you? So then it proves to you that because you have money does not make you a brother. He looked right over him. He did not have the attributes of God or Christ in him. Even the man was at his door. Just looked over the man. Saw the dogs out there licking his sores. Didn't do nothing to help him. He had money to burn. People like that. Scripture says you're going to reap what you sow. Sometimes people don't even remember the things you do right now and the way you act, the way you treat people, it's going to come back on you with your self-righteous self. That's not being saved. That's being ignorant. There's a song that we say and sing. He looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. And some people think that's being saved. They deceive. Anytime you see someone sick, full of sores, they have a problem. And you're right there. You could assist this person. You could have spoke. You could have said something. You could have said, good morning. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Some people won't say nothing. But they save. Now watch this now. By the way, you all don't have to say amen. I brought my own amen. All right? No, no, it's too late. No, no applauding. I got him. Uh-uh. I can applaud. Pat myself on the back. This man desires something from the man who has something. What do you have? Can you help somebody? Can you assist someone? At least you can be nice. Some people always got their hands out for somebody to do something for them, but they can never do nothing for nobody else. 
a one-way street and have the audacity to think they're going to heaven with a trifling spirit like that. Now watch this. I'm going to prove something to you. I thought for sure I was going to, I had two other messages that I, I pondered and looked over. I couldn't get the consistency. Preachers know what I'm talking about. You, you know, you, you, you just don't have that oomph. It's like pushing in your car the passing gear and the passing gear, the gear doesn't kick in. You do better just by pushing the car. And desire, this man has a desire. This man, this other man could have helped him. The rich man could have assisted him to be fed with the cross. He's not asking for much. If I could just get the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. I'm not asking for a plate. Just the crumbs. This man is desperate. The dogs had more sympathy on this man than the rich man. Animals can show more concern for people than people and have the audacity to think that they save. The dogs came and licked his sores. The scripture says in verse 20, he was full of sores. So the man had an affliction. He's sickly. He's diseased. He has sores. And the dogs came and began to lick his sores to try to help. The dogs had more sympathy and more pity on this man. Some people can see you and never open their trifling mouths. Won't say nothing. That's all, that, what you say? Thank you, not a word. But they save. Don't ever doubt their salvation. This man hadn't done nothing to this man. What's interesting to me, and I'm, my mind works like that. I, I don't know if he went to the rich man's house to get something because he knew he was rich. The Bible didn't say someone took him there. But anytime you're full of sores, that's a sickness. Something that's sore brings pain. Something that brings sores doesn't feel good. And all the man is designed are crumbs. We can be so ignorant and think that we are doing the right thing against who God made. Do you think this man want to be sickly and full of sores? If you see your brother in need and you close up your bowels of compassion, how dwelleth the love of God in you? Something should move you. Compassion should move you. The Holy Ghost is full of compassion. Even if you thought you wouldn't do it, the Holy Ghost will cause you to do it. Won't make you. But change your attitude. By you walking around being all stiff neck and holy than thou, 
You're not being holy now. You're just stubborn. And you don't know how to treat people. The Bible said do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. Do good to all men. That means the ones that are not even saved and don't have the Holy Ghost. We are obligated to do good to all men. With your unrighteous, sanctified self. All men. I don't even know him. You don't have to know him. You won't make it. You will never hear well done with an attitude like that. Turn around and tell somebody next to you or behind you before you do that, if they roll in their eyes at you, don't say nothing to them. Y'all think, you think it's funny? If they roll their eyes at you, raise your lip. Please don't say nothing. Something's going on in this place. Here's a rich man, here's a poor man. Rich man ought to be helping the poor man. All I, all I want are crumbs. Isn't that something? I'm just, I just want some crumbs. That watched it that fell from the rich man's table. The dogs had more sympathy for the man than the rich man. Isn't that something? Animals can have more sympathy for people than, uh, than people. Are y'all with me? And it came to pass too late. He doesn't feel anything. Eventually, because he didn't help the brother, and it came to pass, could have helped him. If you see your brother in need, and you close up, those are a whole lot of yous. If you see your brother in need, I know what you're saying, well, ain't, ain't his brother. Do good to all men then. However you want to fix it, I got a scripture for you. Especially those of the household of faith. The beggar died and was carried by the angel. Turn around and tell somebody, I said, his life paid off. Sometimes in this life, things can go wrong and things can go bad. And it seems like God's against us and God's not going to help us. There's no assistance and people forget about you. They didn't forget. They're too mean and evil. I have the nerve to think that that's salvation. Some people don't even speak to people under the banner of holiness. Holiness? Too trifling to open your trifling mouth to speak. There are people I say, good morning. This, this society is jacked up. They just look at you like something's wrong. I said, excuse me. I said, good morning. 
Uh, good morning. <laughs> Had I known that, I wouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> Getting ready to bob and weave. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then we'll tell you, I don't like the way you looked at me. You got to be careful with people today. The beggar died. Let the church say, the beggar died. But look, almost shot. But look at this. And was carried by the angels. The Yamashi into Abraham's bosom, a place of rest. But watch this. Wait a minute. Don't go too fast. The rich man also died. And the angels also came and carried him. I'm sorry, I'm at verse 22. I, did I read that wrong? The rich man died. I know the Lord blessed me, I'm rich. Just because you're rich, you be a, a rich person in hell. He also died and was buried. Now, if you notice something, when it came to Lazarus, he was carried by the angels, didn't mention about it, he was buried. This man is buried. Not only that, this is where it becomes interesting. There should be a hyphen or something in between 22 and 23. Because verse 23, I want to miss all of that. I want to be in the neighborhood, nowhere around it. This is one of the scriptures that calls me, I almost said make, calls me. Because when you want to do right, the scripture shouldn't have to make you. God don't make us do anything. And so many times we feel like we got it made because I'm rich. You see where I live. You know me. You know my name. <laughs> that's what. That's right, Elder. That's what they say. This man is all he wants is something to eat. Too sick to work. Full of sores. And here's a man who's rich. This is a trifling man. The Bible said you're going to reap what you sow. Now, listen, pray for me because I'm standing here just as tired as tired can be. Because there are times God sent interference. And I, I feel like I, I have the message I have the message, not a message, the message. I've studied this message. I have a backup just in case. And then there are times God decides to just wipe all that out and then throw this up here. If, 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 if nothing sticks to you, please remember 23. Tell somebody next to you or behind you or in front of you, say, excuse me. Excuse me. 
said, did you read 23? Please pay attention to 23. 23 is what calls me when I don't want to, to do right. No sister me standing up in line called you the preacher or you the bishop. There are certain scriptures I say, uh-uh-uh. That's not worth it. He's not worth it. She's not worth it. They're not worth it. I have absolutely no intention of going to hell. Hey! If I have to apologize or say I'm sorry, I will apologize. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Well, don't say nothing to me. I just want you to know I'm sorry. Forgive me. That's right. I'm going to get right. I don't want to go to hell. Something I think about is sometimes, sometimes, I don't know what's wrong with us. We we're not acting crazy. We're crazy. People that have the Holy Ghost will have no business being crazy. And in hell, so it was worth it. To, to, you, you saw a man you, you, that you could have helped, but you refused to help this man. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes. It's too late. Everything that God tried to do to keep him from going there, he hit hell. There's no sense in repenting now. Don't ask for forgiveness. Don't ask for another chance. You're too stubborn. You're proving a point. I'll show them. You in hell. Burning but won't burn up. What's wrong with us? And you want somebody to preach something to you make you feel good. Every message is not a feel-good message. Shake me up. Tell me something to get myself together. Every now and then, Mama Bird had to put the belt on me. Lord, that woman had a strong right arm. Woo! I mean, one time I was determined. I felt I was too old to get a whooping anyway. And I figured I'll tie her out before she tied me out. But <laughs> I don't need no help. <laughs> you know, you know, you had a mama bird too? But, but and Mama Jones. All right, thank you. Ooh, How many know anything about a mama bird or anything? But they had another last name. Y'all know about Mama Davis. Lord, have mercy. Ooh, that's one of the reasons why I'm up here right now. Mama Bird helped me to get up here. Y'all laughing. I know certain folks that ain't never had no whoop, but I still remember that. I ain't calling no names. Looking all around. I ain't gonna 
exposure. So they never got, oh, I got my share in yours too. That's why I'm so good. Oh, I knew y'all would be quiet on that one. I don't think you did my fair boasting bragging. God knows. There is nobody and nothing that I've ever met anywhere or will meet anywhere that I'm going to take a chance in going to hell. I don't want to. And in hell, watch this. He lift up his eyes. Are you time out? Come on now. I mean, there's a whole lot of sermons in there, preacher. But can listen, this is final. This man is in hell. This woman is in hell. It's all over. Everything he ever did, he had to have done something wrong. Now you're getting ready to pay for it throughout eternity. Because you couldn't get it right. Now you was too stubborn to get it right. You see, elders, I'm going to talk to the two of you. It's easier talking to the two of you than, you know, I feel a cool breeze seem to coming from you. But, but, but folk don't seem to understand. When you read this, this is actually saying too late. It's saying too late. It's also saying it's all over. Could it mean something else, Elder? I tried to help you before, I, before this happened. But no, no, you know what? You, you know the reason why that scripture is there? Because to some ignorant person, I'm going to have it in my way. I know I'm wrong, but I'm always going to prove something. Ain't nobody done nothing to you, but you're going to prove something. Was that one of mine over there? Huh? I thought I heard it. I know, I know the sound. Take him to my office. I'll help him. <laughs> right after the sun. Where? Where's the pain? Okay, there they are. In hell. Being, listen, being in torments. But you know what? I kind of, sometimes I wish this was a Bible class. I know I'm, I'm rushing, but I don't know who's back here. Put torments up there right for me quickly. Torment. Probably torment, or this is the plural, torments. Whole lot of torment. Are you crazy? Listen, I'm going through enough as it is. Just walk, one minute, just walking with God. I don't know about you all. Oh, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, the Holy Ghost is all of that, but I'm going through something with the Holy Ghost. You know I'm telling the truth. You can have the Holy Ghost and, and still going through something. I don't know about you, but there are many times with the Holy Ghost, Lord, help me. Y'all never have to pray that prayer, have you? In torments. Look at that. Sir, sir, sir. Sir, severe. Uh oh, physical. Now, physical would be maybe like something you can feel like your body. A severe physical or mental 
So that's what this man's going through. All, and there's something, all because he didn't want to serve God. A lot of times people feel because I have some money or things are getting better, that don't mean God is pleased with you. You could be a billionaire and God's not pleased with you. What would it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? You can't spend your billions in hell. What's wrong with us? Judas thought he made some free money by writing out the Savior. Didn't even get a chance to spend it, you fool. And there he was. He couldn't handle the pressure and went out there and hung his stupid self because he had to deal with what he did. Severe physical or mental suffering. And let's notice this. And I don't know, this is torment, singular. Did you have anything in, in the plural? No? Well, I mean, this is enough, just a singular. He said, in torments. So this man is going through for being cheap. You could have helped the brother. You have more than enough. A lot of times people can do more than what they're doing. That's not the attribute of God. Yeah, stingy. But watch this. Selfish, right? But watch this. But save. Elder Jones, would you come here right quick? Right on this side. Just pet it. Brother White, come on, help him out. Thank you, Lord. All right, you can say thank you. It's true. Lord have mercy. Oh, I feel so much better. I feel, oh, I do feel better. Pet me on my back, telling me to go ahead. Tell somebody, say, I want to miss hell. Saints, I realize I come out there. Oh, I have a sense of humor. And I know that. God, no, I don't want to go to hell. I'm not hell scared and all this. I got more on the other side. But why put that in jeopardy? Work out your salvation with what? Fear and trembling. And what I don't understand is some of y'all sitting here. You hear this gospel. Go through one ear and go out to the next and don't move, don't do nothing. Hell's waiting on you. Eternity's waiting on you. You know, I was just thinking about Gary Burt. Gary Lee Burt. Anointed Gary Lee Burt. Somebody said, uh-oh. I said, Lord, thank you for giving me. I'm not that intelligent but I'm not dumb. I have enough sense to save my soul. Amen. 
What type of grades did you get? They wasn't that good. I could have done better, but they wasn't that good. But I have enough sense to save myself. You know about that too? And in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, plural, and seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus, yeah, close to him in his bosom. Lazarus getting some love now. And he cried too late, brother. You can cry all you want. You're crying too late. And he cried and said, Watch this, sanctimonious father Abraham. You can eat kukudamananemoshi all you want. Too late. Cried on and said, notice this. Father Abraham. Watch this. The nerve. Some people might won't speak to you and have the nerve to ask for mercy for themselves. You gonna sit down, elder? They're trifling mouths, but have the love of God in them. Now, now I have to tell this congregation I brought my own amen. You don't have to say nothing. I'm going to keep on cranking because this boy is cranking this morning. It's a mindset, has the nerve to call him. He thinks he's somewhere that he's not. He's deceived. He cried and said, he cried and said, he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on you wouldn't have, you didn't have no mercy on Lazarus, but you want mercy. Some people won't have mercy on you, but they always want all the mercy. And now he's giving directives. Look at this, this dude the nerve. You, you, you're right. No change. You know what? It didn't. It wouldn't matter anyway. It's too late to change. He cried and said, "Notice, he's father. If he was your daddy and your father, how come you don't have the attributes that your father had?" I've heard people say, "Said you're just like your father. You're just like your mama. That's a good thing. That's a compliment." In most cases. I, that's why I said in most cases. Father, now he's father Abraham. Have, you didn't show no mercy to Lazarus, but you want mercy. People like that. Don't speak to me. I won't speak to you, but you speak to me. I got my hand out, but you won't do nothing. And have the audacity to the thing you're going to heaven. My, my, my. 
that he, watch this, that he, now you ain't done nothing, that he may dip the tip of his finger, watch this, in water, y'all ain't got it yet, and cool, y'all got it. Sister Sean, I didn't see you, but I heard you. What, what, what did you just say, Sister Sean? Say it again. One more time. See, it's all about my tongue. See, you selfish. He's talking about his tongue. Here's a whole entire man going through what he's going through. He's hungry. And all you had to do is just give him something to eat. But now, all of a sudden, that he might dip the tip of his finger and cool my tongue. Selfish, self-centered. Just thinking about himself. That he might cool my tongue. For watch this. Isn't this look at the nerd. Listen to him. For I am tormented too late, brother. Good for you. I heard somebody say, Lord Jesus. Anytime God has made a judgment against somebody, it's over, it's done with, and I can go along with what God did. You can't make me feel bad. I didn't do that. I didn't pronounce no judgment on him. He did this. He had a chance not to go through this. Just like right now, God has given us a chance. God, we can change before it's everlasting too late. We can change. for I am tormented in this flame. I don't ever want to hear that. I don't want to experience that. So you know what? That's why when, when something comes to me, I am not so haughty that I cannot humble myself. That I cannot, first of all, I'm apologize to God. Lord, please forgive me. And don't you tell me God won't help you if you want to be helped. Don't go somewhere and apologize to God, amen, and want to apologize to who you have offended. I'm, I'm doing my best. I am tormented in this flame. Are y'all with me? How many times... I preached this years ago. I had two more messages and I just knew that's what we were going to go that way. Because I think in Tuesday Bible class, I said, well, I'll finish this up and all this. And that's, that's where it was, but -uh. this came some, sometime this early this morning. That's why I'm sitting up here sleepy right now. Let, let, I want you all to read the latter clause of this scripture. Read it. The latter clause. Say it again. Say it again. Is that a Shantae back here? Would you, would you put up there torment for us right quick? I'm going to let you all go. But you know what? I, there are times where I, I, when I minister, when God gave me something, especially when he changed it, God's talking. Come on. God is, she could cut him out. God is talking to something. You know it. And you won't change. Torment is what? Se no, no. Severe physical or mental 
suffering. But wait a minute. But this boy heard a scripture says, to some people, they're going through this. There's another scripture that says, because God helped those who trust in him. We have to understand God cares about our well-being. Saints don't have no business suffering with severe physical or mental suffering. That will keep his mind in perfect peace. Whose mind is what? Stayed. Too busy keeping up with the adversary and making sure you don't, don't have no mercy, no compassion. If you see your brother in need and you close with your bowels of compassion, how dwells the love of God in you? Some people can see your need and won't do nothing, won't say nothing, and won't try to help nothing or fix nothing or change nothing. God didn't leave you like that. I, that's excellent. It's more than good. That's why y'all so quiet now, because y'all guilty. Some of you all are guilty. You could have helped somebody and you didn't help them. If you see your brother in need and you close to your bowels of compassion, how dwells the love of God in you? You're not saved. You're carnal. That's a trifling, ugly spirit and you deceived. And somebody needs to tell you the difference before it's everlasting too late. Tell the nerd to think you're going to heaven with a spirit like that. And he cried and said, now another thing I want to tell this wonderful congregation. Now my visitor said, I'm not going back to that man's church for nothing. He was fussing at us and everything else. Now, if your heart's right, you say, you know what? That man told the truth. Say it was the truth. He cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy. Isn't there something? He wouldn't have no mercy on Lazarus, but he won't Abraham to have mercy on him. People like that. I won't have no mercy on you, but you show me mercy. Sin Lazarus. Isn't that something? He's given directives. Sin Lazarus. But you ask, no, 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 no. Sin Lazarus. That he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. Watch this. For I am torment, tormented in this flame. Uh-oh. But Abraham said unto him, here he comes, son. Ugh. Son, remember. Just like, you know, I'm, I'm ministering right now, but you all need to remember. And you all say, you know what? That man is telling the truth this morning. He is telling the truth. And the word has found me and I'm guilty. And I know I've been walking around here acting ugly and ungodly and, and, and unsightly. And another thing, this man, listen, I'm used to, I'm a seasoned minister. So y'all don't have to say nothing. You don't have to say amen or nothing. If you don't say nothing, I'll keep on preaching just like this. As my former pastor used to say, I add more to it. And Abraham said, son, he's nice to him. Remember, uh-oh, that thou in thy life, that's what we forget. That's why we act the way we act. 
We remember, our, we forget about our lifetime. Do you know God is keeping a record of what you are doing or what you are not doing in your lifetime? He said, in your lifetime, watch this, it happened to people. Receive it good things. You receive, God remember, I bless you in your lifetime with good things. Everybody always feel, if you get good things, you are right with God. Not necessarily. God is good to everybody. It rains on the just as well as the unjust. And evil things, sometimes it happens to good people. And evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art Thomas. See how things change? In this life, you receive good things. In this life, lives receive bad things. In the next life, last receiving good things. In the next life, you got bad things. Take your pick. Which one you want? And receiveth thou good things, and likewise lies with evil things. Sometimes good people receive evil. Oh, no, no. Receive evil, evil things. That's what caused people to backslide. Listen, even though he will, the Bible says he will not put more you are able to bear. If you're going through some hard times, just keep walking with God. God will get you there. Even if you, and I, I know about some evil things. I know about some wicked things. Sometimes I, I, I've asked the Lord, where are you? Some people walk away, I'm so glad for me. Let me see the hands of those who are glad for you. Still walking with God. You walking with God? How many determined to walk with God? But you're going through something. It seemed like God forgot all about you. God's good to us anyhow. I'm almost finished. And besides all this, between us and you, us and you, us and you, there's a difference, us and you. There is a great gulf fixed, watch this, so that they which would pass from hence to you, Cannot. They can't help you, brother. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Those that are in hell cannot change their reservation and say, oh, I want to go. No, 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 no. Could nobody tell you nothing? You wouldn't change. You know, God has given us an opportunity to change. Before it's everlasting too late. There's coming a time you can pray, you can fast, you can yeah. seek God, you can do everything, you can pay your story. I'm going to pay my tithes and offer now too late. God don't need your money. He said a cat on a thousand hills are mine. The earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. God don't need your money. Money's for man. How much do I pay my tithes? God don't need your tithes. See, preachers, you have to understand something. When you're preaching like this, when they get quiet on you, keep preaching. Don't change. Yes, 
See, they're not saying nothing, but their mouths, their ears are wide open. They're hearing it. They're guilty. But you are, I'm going to tell you something. This is a prophecy. Some of these people that's hearing this message, they're going to change. Watch and see. They're going to change. Because the word is found in. Now watch this. Then all of a sudden, see, something is wrong with it. I'm going to see if y'all going to catch it. Ooh, this ought to be a Bible class. Oh, it's just, what, about seven minutes to two? Is that right? Oh, I got about four more hours to go. That's why I love this church. They just laugh, oh, God. I said I had four more hours. I just stopped preaching for four more hours. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, watch this, Father, that thou would send him. See, he's still giving directives to my father's house. For I have five brothers. Now you're more concerned about five brothers and Lazarus only one guy. Now you're worried about five guys. Lots of people say, but if it was then, you know, people are more concerned about their family than they are about you. For I have five brothers that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place or torment. I don't want my brothers and sisters to experience what I'm going through. And you say you love your brothers and sisters. That's your biological. What about your spiritual brothers and sisters? You see your brothers and sisters need something. I'm not talking about bombs in the church. You got some folk, as the scripture says, the scripture says, the scripture says, the scripture says. He says some won't even work. Bible says you don't work, you don't eat. I, I never liked that scripture. Oh, yeah, that Paul, that Paul. Man, that Paul was something else, boy. Or oh, the cigarette, you know that. Man, I don't like uh, Paul. Paul was hard, huh? Abraham said unto him, they have Moses. In this case, they have Bishop Burt. And the prophets. Let them hear them. He said, no. See, people always know more than the preacher. Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, after all these years, this is the first time this came to me. I'm standing up here. Say it, brother. Why you just say the one that came from the dead? We won't believe him. Je Jesus came from the dead. And it works. I have life because he came from the dead. All these years, I've, oh, 
from the dead. And he said, nay, Father Abraham, still calling him Father, too late, brother. You can drop the Father and everything else. You out of here. But if one went unto them from the dead, Jesus, Jesus came from the dead, and you still didn't believe him. They will re repent. And he said unto him, if they hear, if they hear not, uh oh, I, I, I just, you know what, I, 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 I just, your church is all right. I just don't like that preacher over there. It gets on my nerves. Bishop Burks. What's his name? I, Burks, I, I don't know something. I just, I, and he thinks he's something. I can just look at him. Whether it's Burke, Burke's, however you want to pronounce it, the man is preaching truth. You don't have to like me when somebody loves me, and that's God. If they hear not Bishop Burke and the prophets, Neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Ooh, he got me through that, saints. Lord is good. I'm going to close my Bible. will change I'm not talking about just going to church I'm talking about a reality because something happens in my conclusion I'm going to let you go it talked about two people basically well it talked about more than two but two of them had the same, it's once upon a man to die. Two of these people died, but they went in different directions in eternity. Where are you going in eternity? Which way are you going? I wish you people stop playing with your souls, because you lose your soul, you're gonna be lost forever. Now, now do this correctly. I mean, no, no, no. I feel a special anointing. This is for people that recognize I need some spiritual help and I don't need to be playing with my soul. You lose your soul, you lost forever. This, this is for people that's not going to be caring who's looking at you. God's looking at you. And if nobody else, don't worry about nobody else, Said, preacher, I need to change before it's everlasting too late. But I, I've been to church. The Bible said, any man be in Christ. You might go to church, but are you in Christ? Christ make you a new creature, not church. You are here today. And I want you to come. If it's just one of you, then let that one person come. Don't wait around for somebody else. You come and get some prayer. I'm going to change. I need to change. 
I need God to strengthen me. I need God. Don't worry about nobody else. Don't even look around. Don't worry about who's looking at you. I need to change before it's everlasting too late. Submit your heart to God. It's not to me. And come with sincerity. I promise you I'm going to let you go. Please, when you come, your mind and your heart is in tune with God. Those, you may not know somebody that's standing next to you or whatever, but do this. Listen to me. Take them by their right hand and tell them, say, listen, I intend to go to heaven. Those that are standing up here, turn and find somebody and shake their hand and tell them, I intend to go to heaven. Hey, I'm on. So I'm going to do everything I can to go to heaven. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, if we blow this, this is everything. We don't get a second chance. Do you know this is our second and only chance? That's for all of us. That's for me. I'm preaching to myself. God's giving me another chance. Fix it, right? A kukuma. Fix it. Get your mind off of everybody else, especially me. You know what? I, I feel so wonderful about this congregation because you all have heard the anointed word of God and you're yielding to the anointing. Yemma. Now this is what I want you to do. I want you to start praying for yourself first. I'm going to pray also, but you start praying. You know what you need to pray for, is what I'm saying. You don't have to embarrass yourself, but just pray for yourself. You know where you need help. You know where you need delivered. You know where you need to overcome. Honestly, God changed this message for us. Before, come on, before it's everlasting too late.